every student ever in the history of coaching um, has told me that their client's biggest problem is that she needs more time in the morning and she wants to stop filling in her brows. That's not her problem. That's not her problem. I promise you that's not her problem. Oh, well, I want to sell classes. I don't know why people won't book with me. You don't? I do. You shouldn't be saying, I'm good at brows. You should be saying, look how good I can make you at brows. Hi, I'm Katie Schofield and I'm a permanent makeup artist and trainer. I'm obsessed with all things lips, eyeliner and eyebrows. And as well as being a supplier, speaker and educator, I want to help you grow your business and reach permanent excellence. Welcome to the podcast. Hello and welcome to Permanent Excellence and I'm super excited because we've got another guest on today and it's a transatlantic podcast and I'm joined today by my very good friend Victoria Racker. You may know her as Victoria Glam. She's super famous on Instagram. Uh, another permanent makeup artist. She's a trainer and she trains trainers too. But what we're going to talk about today is the missing link in your business which is marketing yourself. So Hi, Victoria. Thank you for joining me. Hi, thank you so much for having me. First of all, it feels really weird to say like a formal hello to you because we never say goodbye. Katie, if you don't know, Katie and I are the best of friends and we live in each other's pocket all day long. So it's a little weird to be like, hi, how are you? Knowing that I've been talking to you for three hours. <laughs> I know. We, we met in person recently in America. I came over to Lafayette where you are. And the day I left, I walked out of your shop and went, yeah, bye. Because it doesn't ever feel like a goodbye, even though I was traveling like 6,000 miles home. It doesn't ever feel like a goodbye because I will be speaking to you within a couple of hours. Yeah, it's like we're co-workers whose cubicles are right next to each other and we're chained to them. We never leave. <laughs> even though we're on different sides of the planet. Right now I'm in the snow. You're, it looks nice and it's been nice and sunny where you are. Mm-hmm. But Yeah, so it's warm. But our history goes back a while because you were a business coach of mine. Yes, I was. That's how that's how we met, right? That is how we met. Yeah, and so um, you coached me through the sort of tail end of COVID that really helped me get my business where it is today. So I know that you know what you're talking about because you taught me. Well, there you go. Uh, I think that when the student becomes the master, now that you are educating me on this other platform, um, if the world is full circle and now we're very even keeled. We have destroyed the big sister, little sister dynamic and we're just twins now. <laughs> exactly, because we we've, it was Carla, wasn't it, that said the other day, she said, all of us have got different skill sets and we can all teach each other, teach each other okay. things. And, and eventually what, what happened is we paired up and became coaches together. That's exactly right. And um, I have to say, this is my favorite coaching experience. I've done it on board with groups before. I've done it one-on-one -on -one coaching and I've done it like by myself, you know, just Victoria Glam Consulting. And now I'm here at VIPMU and I have to say like everyone needs to find their fit and their groove. And when that happens for everyone involved in the group, like no one is in the wrong place. That is when the magic happens. And right now, currently that is where we are with VIPMU. So it's been really fun the last, we haven't made it a year yet. Are we six months into VIPMU? About six months, yeah. Yeah, the last half of a year, I have to say, has been the most relaxed, successful coaching environment I have been participating in. I have been blessed to participate in. And I'm really enjoying where we are with seeing our students progress and everything else. Because during COVID times, like when you and I were coaching, you're very actionable. It was easy to coach you. But some people are not necessarily as coachable as other people. A lot of times it has to do with mindset and mentality. Um, but then when you compound that, 
with outside pressures, like your business is shut down because of COVID, a lot of people who were already in a coaching contract or came to me for coaching because they were like desperate for results really quickly, not, and not so coachable, not a good mix, not a good mix. So yeah, I think VIPMU is going swimmingly, but it's been definitely my favorite six months of coaching in my eight years of, of being in this industry. I think we've been really lucky to have attracted people that really want to take action. Well, I think that has to do with our ideal client, for sure. Knowing who your ideal client is and understanding your marketing um, to reach that client. And then also understanding other avenues because Instagram's all but dead, isn't it? So it's, you have to know where else, you can't overfish one hole, right? You have to have lots of little honey spots where you like to go fishing. Mm -hmm. Loads of lobster pots out. You can't just... <laughs> I got my crawfish traps. <laughs> <laughs> crawfish. I've got my seafood necklace downstairs from uh, from Lafayette. <laughs> I love that you call it a seafood neck seafood necklace. <laughs> so I think one of the really good things about VIPMU is that even though all of us coaches are artists and trainers, we have our own little niche. And you are a marketing guru you are a marketing mm. god when you when vicky volcano as, as we call her sort of starts to spew ideas you just sit and listen because you can see a path for people very very clearly and where do you think that's come from with you this ability to to um understand how to market to, to your clients um well i think it's just part of like how my brain is wired and it's true what people say, like you can see for others, but not necessarily always for yourself. So it's really great that we have this like forever evolving girls alive chat. We call our, our, our chat group name is girls alive. I don't, it's a long story, but, um, it's really great that we have that because as I'm saying, sound, saying out problems, you guys are like, oh, well, the, the answer is obvious. It's not even a problem. Like here's the answer. Right. And I'm the business coach. So shouldn't I have figured that out? You can't always see it for yourself, but when I hear it for someone else, when I hear them say it, I'm like, oh yeah, I've solved that before. This is how you do it. This is how you do it. Or this is your path forward. Like I got so excited this morning when you were invited, spoiler alert, when you were invited to be a, a judge at the same place I'm going to be a judge. I was like, oh, that's perfect. Actually, I can see exactly why they picked you to be a judge because it's you and your YouTube is all about education and that's what you're kind of famous for. And now you've got the podcast it's all about it education. So this is how we're going to hype it up. This is how we're going to market it. This is exactly, it's perfect. It goes along with your marketing plan as though we had planned it the whole time. Not like it was just randomly, not randomly, but random to us. Like, oh, hey, do you want this invite to come and be a, a judge here? Of course I do. Why wouldn't I judge the validity of your skill set when I'm the number one educator in that? You know what I mean? It's easy to see it. And I did. Um, I just went, oh, beer. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yes, yes, marketing. Um, what, what do they call that? Your shit. I did one of those things, you know, where they say like your birth date and your birth time and where you were born. And they tell you all about yourself. It's your astrology thing, but you had a specific astrology thing, didn't you? Right. It's not, it's not astrology. astrology. It's like, um, I forget what it's called. And that sucks because I know what it's called, but you know, I dory things. So anyway, that was actually like my result was that I was whatever word they use to categorize me, but that I'm supposed to be invited to things. Like if I try and do it on my own without being invited, it's not gonna work out. I have to be invited and then I can go full force at it. And um, I am meant to teach other people. So you have to kind of also know how to harness that because a lot of times you might have the answers. Like think about 
think about the girl with the same wallpaper as me. I'm not going to say her name. Think about the girl with the same wallpaper as me who we were like, what the fuck, dude? Get off my dick. You know what I mean? I know. If you're, she might have all the answers and she's eager to help people and teach people and whatever. But if you're not asked, shut up. <laughs> Nobody asked. It's like when you're arguing with your husband, not arguing, complaining to your husband, and he just keeps giving you bullshit answers to your problem. I didn't ask you to fix it. I didn't ask you to fix it. I want you to listen and just tell me that I'm pretty and that I deserve better or that they treated me poorly. I didn't ask you to tell me what to do. I don't feel like I'm being heard or listened to. It's the same when you are a business coach. So if somebody didn't say that they have a problem or didn't say, what do I do? I've learned to shut up because otherwise you're kind of like the annoying mosquito. This is what you do. This is what you do. This is what you do. So um, that's part of it for sure is you have to learn how to harness that gift of, oh, I got the solution. You, you can't just be the girl who's always splattering at people. Do this, do that, do this, do that. Then you're just kind of bossy and annoying. But you do see that path for people so well. And it's something that you see missing in a lot of people's business. So loads of artists get into this um, profession and they want to make beautiful brows or nice lips and they think that that's just going to happen from learning skills we see it in vipmu a lot that people are okay. really like keen to learn to learn skills teach me how to do lip blush better teach me how to retain my eyebrows and we're like yes also show us your posts because yeah. <laughs> because if you don't do that if you don't sort of get those beautiful brows in front of many eyes how are you going to sell it? You know, so this is yeah. like such a huge part of this that you have really tapped into. So um, you definitely got me centered in on to um, identifying my ideal client, which I know you've done a lot of YouTube content on recently. So I will, I'm going to link um, link your YouTube in the description as well. Thank you. Um, yeah, I think you're onto something there. So let me just back up about 30 seconds to what you were just saying. It's your PMU business is a left hand, right hand experience. With your right hand, you have to be able to actually do skill set. With your left hand, you have to be able to sell it because you could be Pablo Picasso of eyebrows, of lips, of whatever. And if nobody knows that you exist, no one can purchase that art from you. Vice versa, you could be loud as you want to be, visible as you want to be, but if the work is shit, we're not coming. If the party looks trash, we're not, we don't want to go. You know what I mean? So I think that some people have the mentality of, I took my first class now I've got to just get really busy. And actually what they need to do is get really busy on a practice pad, getting really good. You understand what's going on now, but you've only been doing this for four days. So should you be tattooing for a thousand faces? Nah, what you need to do is take the next six months and practice, 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 and maybe take some ancillary courses, which could be online courses. If you had your hands on already, take some online courses, sure. And practice your depth, practice your stretch. All those small pieces that go into the big picture of how you become a great artist. And then other people think to themselves, okay, now what I need to do, <laughs> now what I need to do is I need to take another class so that I can get better before and afters so I can earn some more money so I can take another class so I can get better before and afters so I can earn some more money and I can pay off that last class. Then I can take another class and get better. And like, you don't need to do all that. You don't need to spend $30,000 in the first six months of permanent makeup. That's not going to make you, that's not going to fill your books. And, and this you know is what, what I mean? we do all the time, isn't it? Before and afters, before and afters. That's what people think that clients want to see. And it is important to showcase your work, but you don't look any different from anyone else. I'm bored looking at people's Instagram when it's just uh, just before and afters. Um, I'm bored looking at people's Instagram. 
<laughs> for real instagram people fall into this trap they either do before and after 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 before and are you bored yet i am or or they say me 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 and they're just singing their own praises. I'm so great. I'm flying here. I'm traveling there. I'm doing this. I learned that. I do beautiful brows. I do beautiful lips. And then like, what What are you selling though? Oh, well, I want to sell classes. I don't know why people won't book with me. You don't? I do. I can pick it out right away. Actually, I was just having this conversation with a friend. She was saying like, I'm not sure why I'm not selling more classes because I'm really good at what I do and I'm priced right. So should I run a special? And I was like, absolutely not. Absolutely not. What you need to do is you need to go and look. I invite you, our favorite phrase, I invite you to go and look at your marketing because what she's actually posting is like, I'm good at lips. I'm good at brows. I'm good at eyeliner. I charge X amount. First of all, if you have the price listed anywhere online, take it off. Take it off because you're just going to get price shopped and you can't even commit to that because somebody's going to come to you and try to hold you to that as advertised, false advertisement. And actually they have previous work or they have scar tissue or that's your price for microblading. They don't need microblading. They're, they're set on it though, because that's the price they planned on. So take that out. But so I'm looking at her, her content and I'm thinking to myself like, babe, you're not setting yourself up as an educator at all. You, you shouldn't be saying I'm good at brows. You should be saying, look how good I can make you at brows. So you have to sell not only what you do for other people to solve, but you have to tell them how it solves their problem. Me being good at brows doesn't solve anything for you. Me making you really good at brows solves a problem for you. But then I have to take it a step further with my marketing and tell you what problem that is. And you have to know that you have the problem. So me posting a great brow is worlds away from you handing me $4,000 to come and train and learn how to do brows. You know what I mean? Yeah, there's a big, there's steps that people go through when they buy and people aren't aware of that. They think post brow, person books. You know, that's the reaction. Post before and after, person goes onto my website and, you know, defaults and yeah. do it themselves and they're going to find the the book, the, the like link to book. They're going to press that and there they are. They're going to turn up on my door and there's so many steps involved. If there you are. about why you buy anything and this is why people don't narrow down their ideal client because how are you supposed to know what their problem is if you don't know her? Yeah. And let me tell you the problem. I'll tell you right now, because every student ever in the history of coaching um, has told me that their client's biggest problem is that she needs more time in the morning and she wants to stop filling in her brows. That's not her problem. That's not her problem. I promise you that's not her problem. The two and a half minutes she spends badly putting makeup on her eyebrows that she's been doing for six years and doesn't see as a problem and nobody even talks about her anymore because it's that's just Janice. That's just how she does her brow. Yeah. We know about Janice's eyebrows. Nobody cares anymore. It's not about the two and a half minutes she wants to save doing her eyebrows. It's not. Why is she doing her eyebrows? That's the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there it is. And it's actually the problem. She's doing the problem because she's doing the brows because she has alopecia or because her hair is thinning or because she feels like an aging beauty. She doesn't feel like herself anymore or because um, she feels like unattractive or so she wants to be more attractive. Maybe she's trying to find a husband. Maybe she just got divorced. um, There's a litany of issues. She doesn't feel like herself because she lost herself during motherhood. You know, those first couple of years of motherhood are just an absolute haze. Oh, my God, Katie. I was going, I made this cute YouTube video last night about the story of me entering permanent makeup, like kind of how I got into this field and then what moves I made to make these different four streams of income for myself. So as I'm doing it, I'm pulling pictures and videos from the last eight years 
And so, my face in some of these videos, when Henry is born or when Waylon is born, blows up, slims down, blows up, slims down. At one point, I was actually on Instagram stories holding my newborn Henry and my face is so puffy and red. And I had almost like a black eye or something. Cause I was all swollen. It's motherhood in the early years is the craziest thing. And it's not that I felt unpretty. If I didn't feel pretty enough, I wouldn't have posted myself. You know, Well, I would, but maybe not. Or I'd have at least tried to like depuff my eyes or something. That's not the problem. The problem isn't how I look. The problem always comes back to how you feel about a certain thing. And so there are a couple of things we're looking for in marketing. Yes, I have to recognize what the problem is for my ideal client because one ideal client is not going to have all the things that I've listed, right? So if I'm just talking to the moms, new moms who should get permanent makeup done, their problem is not that they're tired and don't want to fill in their eyebrows. Why do they want to fill in their eyebrows? Well, for that answer for a specific client is very tailored to them, right? So for an older lady or for a divorced lady, they're going to have different reasons why they do their makeup in the morning. For this specific mom, let's say, uh, maybe she's just trying to feel like who she was before she had this baby. And you have to really put yourself in the, the mindset of what this woman's going through right now in this moment in her life. So big change with a new person in the house who depends on her constantly, 24-7. She's not sleeping through the night. She probably doesn't feel like herself anymore. She feels a little bit like she's going crazy. And even though her husband might be lavishing her and telling her, you're beautiful and I love you and it's amazing. Thank you for this baby. That's what my husband does when I have a baby. You still don't feel like you and you really, really want to. I felt like that was a metric for me after I had a baby. Like just if I could just feel like myself again and also be caring for this little raisin, I'm doing great. So you have to tap into that emotion. There's something called the psychology of sales. So me saying, here's a beautiful brow, link in bio, go book yourself. And you have to go to my website and then you have to click book now. And then you have to go to Vigaro. It brings you to another website. And then you have to decide which of these services is the one that I'm trying to book. And I don't know the difference between this service and that service. And what am I book? That you, it's not going to happen. Your client is going to get overwhelmed. She's already overwhelmed. Think about all the things I just said are going on when you have a baby. And she's not even sure if she wants it yet. You have to romance them. You have to nurture them. So we always say like, first, you have to create a relationship. Business is all about relationships. You have to attract that client by having a message that resonates with her. Then you have to create a connection with her. You have to nurture her through everything that you're posting should be speaking to her. And then once you're having an actual conversation, she can say that she has a problem and you can offer her the response, just like I was saying earlier, where you're, you're bitching to your husband, he keeps trying to solve a solution. You didn't say, please help me solve this. Even when you're having that deeper conversation, you've made a connection. You can't just offer it to her. She has to say, I have a problem. And then you can say, I have a solution. So all these things that I've just spent the last three minutes listing, I'm telling you, you posting, I do great brows is not going to sell you a brow. You have to go through that sales psychology and make the connection before someone gives you $600. You have to. Do you think that's because so many people make their marketing about themselves and not thinking about like the you? What does this do for you? I try and 1, put you on my stuff all the time. I try and put, I try to rewrite my website with you rather than I as many times so that people would feel that it was targeted towards them, not just me. Even from an SEO standpoint, that's good because people are not searching, I do great brows. They're searching, I want great brows. 
if, if you're if you're trying to get your website seen by people, if you're trying to optimize yourself for clients coming through the door, you have to put yourself in the psychology of that client. And, and you can't speak to everyone all at once. You're not going to connect genuinely with anyone. So you have to be really specific with your marketing. That doesn't mean that you're going to exclude anyone else. You'll still get other people. Even if I'm always talking to Brittany, I'll still get Brenda but I just get less Brenda's. And guess what? If Brenda's not a great client for you, you want less of them. Mm -hmm. Tell no. me about your worst red flag client. There's um, anyone who slags off anyone else. There's, a few, there's been a few, but anyone that slags off anyone else. Um, and I was aware of that when I got Botox, that I may look like a red flag client because I was like, this person, it didn't work. This person, it didn't work. And I'm, I'm aware <laughs> that you won't want to take me on. But honestly, I'm actually quite easy to please. <laughs> anyone that slags off anyone else, anyone who is looking for absolute perfection is an issue. Um, I'm, I don't generally tend to target really young women because personally, I've found that they don't, look after well couldn't we didn't look after anything when we were young did we you don't look oh, I did. skin did you I did but it was um it was a real drag man I wasn't nearly as fun as all my friends and then they would get really frustrated with me because I was the mom I was always like okay we're going out for Mardi Gras like on like on parade day I've brought band-aids I have uh Tylenol I've got waters I need to bring this cooler with me everywhere I go because we need the supplies and they're like girl we're, we're not going on the Oregon Trail <laughs> we're going drinking <laughs> yeah I think no I the pendulum definitely... swung too far you know I was definitely the one that would wake up with makeup still like plastered down my face smelling <gasps> you don't wash your face oh no, no I do I I to wash religiously my... now religiously now but I, I remember but when we were younger I remember being scandalized when by far hands down everyone would agree my prettiest friend I mean even my husband has admitted my prettiest friend her name is Sasha um she, those mink lashes at Mac were really in style in like 2010 ish. She would wear them. She was like, yeah, well, I can wear them for a few days. So I don't care how much they cost. I was like, how do you wear, you like re-glue them over and over again. She was like, no, I don't take them off. I said, how do you wash your face? She said, oh, I never wash my face. I sleep on my pillow like this and I just wear my makeup the next day. <gasps> I was like, bitch. The, the makeup everyone's lusting after, this beautiful woman, that's four-day-old makeup you've been sleeping in? Did you have a Drake slapped across your face last night and you're still wearing that makeup? She was like, yep, yep. Because, you know, she was really, re listen, she was really pretty. She, mm, if you know my friend Sasha, you already know the story. So I feel okay saying this. She slept with Lil Wayne. She was dating a, a major league baseball player for some time. And she was, I think she was playing him. I think she had another boyfriend too. She, listen, Sasha could, marry anybody she wanted to she was that pretty and and genuinely the nicest girl i know i think the nicer um and prettier you are there's like a a triangle god doesn't god can give with both hands but there's no third hand you know so maybe not a genius <laughs> <laughs> sasha i love you <laughs> so when you hear students say I'm just anyone who, when you say, who's your ideal client, they always say anyone who'll pay right now, anyone who'll pay. I mean, this is like the bane of our lives. You want to leave the room. <laughs> so, so don't you think that people, if they're entering in, into this career, really need to get serious about the marketing? A thousand percent, a thousand percent, because everybody does good brows now. You know, microblading really popped off in like 2015, 16. We are almost 10 years from that now. So there's lots of people on the market doing shit brows and there's lots of people on the market doing 
great brows. And there's some people on the market doing really, really good brows. So why would I come to you? Yeah. yeah so you're going to have to... You're going to have to stand out from the crowd then. And that is going to be through your content, isn't it? It's going to be through making a, con a genuine connection with people. Business is about relationships. So even if you're mediocre at brows, like they're good enough. Um, fine. Let them. That's okay. Let them be good enough. That's fine. Because I guarantee you there's an artist who would be really, really, really unhappy at the best girl across town and really, really, really comfortable at your shop getting perfectly fine brows. So why not? Why not you? I had somebody get quite aggressive on my YouTube the other day. Um, oh, really? Yeah. Somebody left a quite aggressive, I would say it was an aggressive comment. And she was like, yeah, yeah, it's okay for you. Because it was on a post about how to get more permanent makeup clients. It's okay for you. I've researched you. She Googled me. And I oh, can baby. see that you're in a tiny village. It's not that tiny. There's 7,000 inhabitants. Thank you very much. I got an email about that. <laughs> Um, and she said, so there'll be no competition for you where I am. It's saturated. And PMU clients are all, I'm so over them. They're all a fucking nightmare. And um, I can't wait to leave this industry because they're all dicks. And I went, well, A, I'm in a small. <laughs> Congratulations. <I'm> <laughs> the wait is over. You're out of here. Off you go. And I said, you know, in my village, I can think of five other artists. This, I live in the countryside. There's one at the end of the street. There's another one at the end of the street. And yet people will fly to Thailand for my, for, from Thailand for my brows. I had someone come from the South Coast the other day that will not accept anyone else other than me. It's because of the connection that I've made unknowingly with these people. This is this is through my content. Um, and I just said to her, yeah, I mean, to be honest, if that's what you view your clients like, I think you're in the wrong profession. Yeah. <laughs> but she would. But it, being saturated really doesn't have that much to do with it, does that? Does it? You know, if I can no, still get people from other countries, then it's to do with how I promote myself online. I think some of the scarcity mindset has actually come not from lack of clients, not from lack of clients, but instead from from lack of availability to reach your clients. So traditional marketing was newspaper, radio ads, local TV ads. That doesn't exist anymore. Billboards, you could get a billboard, but while you're paying $200 a month or $400 a month or whatever it is for that billboard to show up for 10 seconds on a loop while they loop through 10 other people's billboard ads, I'm driving by in my $90,000 car looking at my in Instagram. If my insurance agent is listening, I'm joking. <laughs> <laughs> but truthfully, I'm not looking at billboards. I'm not looking at billboards. People People, next time you're at a red light, look left, look right. People are looking at their phone. They're not looking at billboards. So traditional marketing doesn't work anymore. If you're not on social, then you're not getting your message across. And social knows that. Specifically, Meta knows that. Mark Zuckerberg knows that. Mark Zuckerberg did not invent the internet, but I'll give him that award if he wants it. Because he invented modern day internet and the way that it works. It's all about socials. Landing pages, websites, he didn't invent that, but they're secondary sources. Those are second places. The first place you go is social. And then once you know that you like that person or that company, then you go to their website, not before. So if you can't get the reach to an audience on social, you're dead in the water. And Meta knows that. So they have significantly restricted the amount of reach each of your posts can get because they want you to pay for it. Anytime something's free, you're the product. So for the first couple of years of Instagram doing really, really amazing and reels the first year, you could reach 60,000 views, 100,000 views. 
that was great. Yeah, that was like a drug dealer giving you a sample pack, knowing you're going to come back. Now you're addicted to that dopamine, which there is a psychology behind that. That's why Zuckerberg is constantly in Congress right now being sued for shit, because they know he did it on purpose. It's formulaic. And then he takes it away. And now you're withdrawing. You're having withdrawals, right? Like, oh, my God, I need to reach these clients. Otherwise, I'm not going to be able to eat. My business will close. Okay, that's why we've been telling you for years to have an email list. But now email has these filters on it too. People are getting, you know, you're going to spam. So now we're moving to text marketing, but there's all these regulations on that too. They have to double opt in and it's a whole thing. It's a nightmare, right? So you have to be able to find those backdoor channels to be able to reach large audiences, which Katie has done on at scale. I mean, people are, when I saw what you did with our very, very big content creator friend, and the results that she had within a week, I mean, I, I don't want to say her name, but Shay was going crazy. She was like, I can't, I haven't reached this audience in, in ages. And she, we know Shay gets results. I thought that was amazing. And in days when we've been crying about our freaking Instagrams and there's no more growth on TikTok, that was amazing. And so you're kind of, you feel like you're back in the game. It's, it was never scarcity. It was never lack of clients. It was lack of being able to reach clients. And once you can reach that audience again and continue nurturing them and building relationships, the money won't stop flowing. Before we got on this call, someone called you and said, hey, I'd like to pay in full. Literally. Call you. Literally. Call you. Yeah. Literally, I was like, I'm going to have to send you to someone else because I can't take your You're money. You're going to have to splice in that, just that audio clip where she says, yeah, so I've called back. I'm ready to sign on. You're going to have to splice that in. I rang yesterday um, to inquire about the training course, and I'm just ringing back to go ahead with it. it. But people really feel like, you know, especially newer artists who are having trouble finding anybody because they don't have a body of work to show anyone, which you know and I know. Go and watch my PMU marketing playlist. You don't need a bunch of before and afters to get clients. But that's where they are when they first get out of class. They're, they have that mentality, and they're thinking to themselves, oh, look, I just made a sale. They're thinking to themselves, oh, damn, it's a big order. Okay, sorry, brass sister. I got too excited. I dropped the camera. So when they first get out of their very first class, they're thinking to themselves, how do I get models? How do I get clients? They run social media, Facebook and Instagram. And then when they're getting crickets there because they can't build a new audience for a brand new business, they're thinking, well, this market's oversaturated. People keep going to her down the street and her down the street and her down the street. You don't have a saturation problem. You have a marketing issue. No one knows about you. And if you just keep beating your head against a brick wall, you're not going to get through the wall. You're going to break your skull. So what you need to do is find another avenue to get to those clients. And I think that's always been your skill of being able to see a pathway for people really, really clearly. Um, you've done it with me several times, you know, where you've- It's just a gift and a curse. It's a <laughs> gift and a curse because when someone is actionable and takes your advice, it's so- satisfying and when someone is combative or not coachable or just says like eh, no thank you I'm gonna keep doing what I'm doing and you know it's not gonna work out or you know where it's headed um like that like yesterday yes or the day before whatever when we were on that coaching call and I heard that certain thing and I messaged in the group right away I messaged in girls alive right away I was like oh I know exactly where this is headed I know exactly what's gonna happen it's a curse it's almost like being able to predict the future you know and it's if no one's listening it's not very good and, and I always think of that though, because we want people to do well um yeah. I remember with a with a student I had it's coming back to me really clearly and I, I said to her because she'd worked in a salon for a long time social media is your biggest weakness because you've always you've always had your clients delivered to you but if you go out on your own you're gonna have to find them and you you don't have any presence 
And constantly, every single day, I see her saying, sales still on, sales still on, sales still on. This has been going on for about a month. And I'm like, why don't you listen to me? This isn't working. And it's like, why are you expecting something to change when you keep going, sale extended, sale extended, sale extended? It clearly isn't working. So in that kind of scenario, I really want people to listen to us because we know that we can help them. So with regard, if someone is really struggling to get clients and they really don't have an idea because I see people going, I'm doing everything I'm supposed to. I'm posting before and afters. It's like, that's not what you're supposed to be doing. <laughs> you know? But what advice would you give them? Um, the first thing I would say is go to my YouTube at the Microblading Institute and click on my PMU pl marketing playlist. This is going to take you step by step through finding your ideal client, figuring out your brand messaging, um, and then what to post, what to post. So I'm giving you the entire game plan right there for free. And then the second thing is you have to be actionable and you have to be actionable consistently. You can't post today and then say it didn't work. Remember we had a girl in one of our, um, one of our free workshops who tried it one time and she was, she got it wrong kind of like, that's okay. If you get it wrong the first time, try again, but she didn't, she just kept doing the same thing. She did it like maybe eight times, the same thing, the same exact thing. And she was like, yeah, it didn't work. I'm just, you know, I'm not gonna, I don't have any clients. And I was like, well, that's a you problem. I have lots of clients. I have lots of clients and everybody else here is saying that it worked for them. And they got lots of clients. So you don't think maybe it's you. She's like, no, nah, it didn't work. It doesn't work for me. It doesn't work here. It can't work. Mindset. You have to change that mindset and get out of it. Because I'm telling you right now, if it works for me and eight other people in the same room as you, it's you. It's not us. It's not where you live. It's not your specific Instagram account. It's not the phone you're using. It's not the camera you've got. There's no way nine of us in a 10-person room got it perfect and you you didn't because there was like something wrong. It's what you're doing. So you have to stay coachable and you have to stay consistent. You have to keep trying, keep showing up for your business. A lot of people quit too early. Way too early. Because I mean, if we talk about my YouTube, I've showed you the graphics where it did nothing for a long, long time and then grew and then grew. And it was, again, that consistency. And I think that if you are still stuck and you need feedback on what you're posting, then coaching is the next step, isn't it? I mean, we can offer a lot a of free advice. Yeah. A thousand percent. I, my business took off when I started getting coaches and being coachable, um, and just being open to other people's ideas. And listen, a coach is like a cheat sheet. Cause you could try and figure it out on your own. But when somebody tells you, Hey, I know where this is going. I, it's literally my gift. My lot in life is to be able to see where you're headed down the road. Um, and it's not going to work out. You need to change course and do this. Like you need to take this left at the next step stop sign. That is going to save you so much time. Think about driving around, just trying to guess maybe where this party is versus somebody sitting next to you saying, hey, take a left, the party's on the right. It's it's such a cheat sheet. It will get you so much further along. And then when you and I started working together in business and we were coaching, I mean, I don't remember, you know, I dory everything. I don't remember the specific numbers as, in terms of followers or in sales, but I know that while we were working together, you were seeing consistent growth and you had been working on it for some time, but the followers were going up too. You were getting much more brand awareness. So people know who you are. They know whether or not they can buy your art. Even if it's a long-term goal of like, you know who I am now, so I can nurture you into the same it doesn't necessarily happen during those three months but it's you plant the seeds and you learn how to water and tend your garden then you can reap the harvest from it yeah I think that coaching is like a, a cheat sheet I think it's a, a passcode to get in me too and on that note we're gonna leave it there
Thank you so much. Go follow Victoria Glam at um, the Microblading Institute if you want some more free advice on this because this is her speciality. And thank you so much for joining me today. Thank you, Katie. I appreciate your time.